Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Welcome to this glorious mess, little kids. Mamma Mia's podcast for parents who have kids under the age of five. My name's Lee Campbell and I'm the executive editor at Mamma Mia and I'm a mother of one. I have a little baby boy. His name's Alexander and he's turning 10 months old tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Can you believe like he's going to turn one soon? He was 17 weeks when we started recording this. Oh, that means I've aged how many months <laughs> in that time as I well? I know. And then how much have we aged in ISO? Speaking of ISO, who are you? I am Tegan Natoli and I'm the co-founder of Bump Day Spa and I also have three little kids under three. Yes, very busy (sighs) time. So don't forget, before TGM Little Kids was born, there was just TGM. It's the original show. It's hosted by Holly Wainwright and Andrew Dado. You can find it in the feed you're listening to us. It's labelled Big Kids and we're labelled Little Kids. And between the two of us, we've got everything covered. (laughs) Now, just like the rest of Australia, Tegan and I, again, aren't together very sadly. I'm still in my niece's wardrobe. Tegan, remind us where (laughs) you are. (laughs) I am still at the closed bump day spa, trying to make the most of having to pay the rent here still. So... Into a recording studio. Sad and dusty. Oh, so depressing. Like I just walked in this afternoon and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want the lights to come back on and and the phone to ring. But I don't know, it's just crazy, uh, the unknown and of what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. So that's what I'm finding the hardest part. When I saw on the news this morning that someone was saying, if the pandemic's over by 2021, and I was like, hang on, wait, excuse (laughs) me? What is this if? (laughs) Um, But we're going to get into that a little bit later. Now, as you know, we are remote, so we're We've had to switch things up a little bit. We're not um, having a guest on because it would be not cool to have them so close to us in a closed day spa or in a closet. Um, So we're going (laughs) to chat through a few different things and follow the format of the Big Kids show. We're going to talk about crying or why it's so good for you. I'm sure a lot of us have had a big cry lately. We're going to talk about Australia's spending habits and our spending habits while we're in ISO. And then, of course, our WTF moment of the week. Okay, so, Tegan, I wanted to share a little anecdote that I only really articulated or or realised that I did the other day when I was chatting to Mia. So, Mia from Mamma Mia, she checked in and asked how I was going and I said, oh, you know, not great and everyone's probably not great. And I got in the car the other day and I drove away and I tried to have a big cry and the tears just wouldn't come. And and she was like, you got in the car and drove away. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I do. Like, I'm, I'm not an emotional person around other people. I'm very private when I'm feeling emotional. And it's just my thing that I do. I like to go in the car because it feels contained. I can have my little meltdown and then tidy myself up and go on with my day. And she was like, have you always been like that? Yeah, I have always been like that. I think it's an Aries thing. I, not that I'm hugely into star signs, but my mum says I've always been a closed book because I'm very, um, like I'm very outgoing and loud and stuff. But when it comes to matters of the heart, I like to keep, like if it's going to make me feel vulnerable, I don't like to show that in a, a lot of people. And, and so, do you yeah. like get in the car? Sorry, I'm really interested to know what you do. Mm. Do you get in the car like, like, like you're going to the supermarket? You're like, I'm going for a cry. 
Well, I mean, I guess oftentimes I've never had to tell anyone really where I'm going. Um, but in your mind, you're like, oh, I need a good cry. I'm just going to pop out for 10. Sometimes. I mean, the other day I combined it with some essential travel to the grocery store and then, of course, to McDonald's drive through I think tears- going to have a cry drive is essential travel. It is. Honestly, that's what I was going to say. Let's put that on the essentials list. If you yeah. just... And especially with kids around. I mean, Alexander's too young to really understand. But if you're bawling your eyes out in front of toddlers, that's probably going to – they're going to pick up on your energy and then go, oh, mummy, what's wrong or whatever. So I'm all for it. And then when I was telling Mia, she was like, that's so unique. So I've since seen her um, recommend to listeners of podcasts, if you need a little break, get – obviously you need someone to be able to watch your kids, but get in the car and listen to the podcast almost as if you're driving to work. But – don't go anywhere because you're not allowed. Um, and it, what made me think of it was I found this article in the New York Times about why crying is so good for you and it's now considered essentially a form of self-care. And I was like, oh, my God, thank God, because, I mean, we know this anyway. How much better do you feel after a massive cry? Oh, absolutely. Even with, like, the puffy face and swollen eyes, you're like, yes. God, I'm glad I did that. It's almost and it like makes you, It makes you sleep ju- so much better. Yeah. Yeah, so the, it's exhausting. It's basically a workout. It's the new, it's the ISO workout, having a good cry. <laughs> oh my God, it so is. And so I was looking into it. It relieves stress, lowers blood pressure and pulse rate. Even tears remove toxins. So crying can actually help remove toxins from the body because oh, it eliminates cortisol that's built up. Great. I, I have a I lot know. of alcoholic toxins in my body of late. So I'm not sure it's like, they're coming out. <laughs> I'm not sure it's those toxins. It also <laughs> removes um, magnetese, I think it's called, which is, a, is like a level of a mineral in your body that's um, – like it, it alleviates those levels if you have a cry and that's linked to anxiety, irritability and aggression. So wow. guys, can I recommend an ISO cry in the car? Don't go anywhere. Just put on your sad music if you want. Sometimes I love just having a cry to sad music. It just yep. is so cathartic. Oh, that's what, that was my other question. But like, do you really like create the ambience of the cry? Because I oh, love yes. like a sob, sob song to, yeah. to like go along with my cry time. Like I really oh, want to amp God, it yeah. up. I've yeah, got a whole okay, playlist cool. ready to go and I just say, hey, yes. Siri, play Lee's sad playlist and it comes <laughs> off. <laughs> but it is true. Like while we're in isolation, life still does continue. You know, we still have arguments with our partners and our kids still drive us crazy. We're still feeling stress, whether it's with work or finance and and Or sadness. even more so. Yeah, exactly. And and so you still feel sad. So it's crazy to think that just because we're we're locked away and we're not um, doing our regular day-to-day things that we can't stop and feel sad. And I think because we are locked away and we're not doing what we usually do in everyday life or whether we're not working or our kids aren't at school or daycare, it's almost like we lose the, dis- the everyday distractions and we don't feel like we have that support network because we don't, we're not seeing our friends every day or we're not seeing co-workers or people that we might have a vent to. So I'm feeling like our feelings might be as bottled up as we are, you know, we're like all in lockdown oh, and yeah. so are our tears. So we really got to, you know, let them out and go for it, go for a cry drive. It definitely is essential travel if you ask me. <laughs> I think so too. And you, that's so true is that your feelings are bottled up. Like I find everyday little things frustrating. Like I don't have something, but I don't need to go to the shop for it or that shop's not open. And just little frustrations where you're like, oh, Corona, oh, Corona. And then it all adds up to like, oh, I just can't do anything 
you know, that I need to do or that I want to do, even though it's small things. And sometimes you just want to have a big cry about it. And I think more people should literally schedule a cry. Like sometimes I schedule my favorite movie, Steel Magnolias, and I have a massive cathartic cry. And this goes for men too and dads too. Have a cry. If you can't get in the car, get in the bath or go to the toilet or whatever. If it's going to help you get through this crazy, crazy time we're in right now, I'm all for it. Yeah, totally. Whack some sad music on and let those toxins out, I say. (laughs) Me too. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. What a mess. Look at the mess you made. Oh, I've made a terrible mess, haven't I? What a mess. So it is time for our parenting mess of the week. And as Lee said, we are in isolation and we are both recording remotely. So we are going to be following our big sister's footsteps and doing the big parenting mess of the week, which this week we are going to be looking at the spending and lifestyle habits that we have now that the world has changed as a result of COVID-19. So I was watching the Today Show the other day and they had their financial guru come on and, and chat about all things finances. And she's got lots of great advice at the moment. But what absolutely blew my mind was a graph that the Sydney Morning Herald had produced that looked at the spendings pre-corona lockdown and during corona lockdown spending. And it absolutely blew my mind. So the spendings that have decreased significantly as a result of corona, number one was gym and fitness. So obviously the gyms are closed, but 95% down in spending. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, of course, travel, 78% down, public transport, 78% down. So all these things that the spending is going lower. So replacing these things, Mm. the highest spending increase was online gambling at 67%. Isn't that so scary? It's just insane. Like that wasn't even a mention, you know, in the pre-high spending notes. But, um, yeah, it's crazy. And, of course – home improvements, everyone's home, they're wanting to touch up their house. But on a personal level, like the one thing that I've noticed about myself and my own spending is that I'm actually doing more groceries. So groceries and supermarket spending is up by 15%, so 30% Mm. in total between the two. But I'm finding my supermarket runs to be so much more expensive, like I'm buying for the next five years. Not like I'm hoarding, but I'm certainly buying more than I usually would so that I would do less trips to the shop. Yeah, I'm the same. And obviously that's re- reflected in the the spending habits that they're both up. But I'm, it's weird because I'm technically on maternity leave. I do this podcast, but mostly work from home, the work I do do. But agree, I'm spending way more on groceries. And I wonder if it's those little like indiscretional purchases that I didn't really notice or was I going more frequently and buying less stuff? Um, Mm. What I found, I mean, I really like that home improvement's up because if anyone out there is like me, I'm quite an anxious person, (laughs) you may have guessed, and (laughs) being in control of my environment makes me feel in control of my emotions. So I like having something to do in my immediate space, whether that's tidy my wardrobe, sort out my makeup, clean out the kitchen or something. So I can see why people are working on home improvement because it's distracting them from what's happening 
in the outside world. What's interesting for me and, you know, bringing this back to kids is Alexander's about to be 10 months old. We have no winter clothes. And we have no winter, no sleep sacks or anything like that. So I've been, you know, obviously I don't need new clothes. I still have purchased a few little things here and there, a bit of a new tracksuit and stuff like that. But for him, I can't just go, oh, we'll just get by with what we've got because he doesn't have anything. So my mm. spending is still happening. I'm jumping online. I'm trying to buy him winter clothing. And it's hard, you know, a size zero in one outfit or brand is completely different to the other and I don't really want to do the trial and error at the moment. I much prefer to go to Best and Less and Cotton On and stuff like that but you know Cotton On's not open currently. I think Best and Less is where I live currently but I don't find that I don't think that's essential, but I'm. I still need to shop. If that makes sense, it's not. Yeah. Like my husband and certainly the lady at the post office would think, oh, she's just you know shopping the time away. But with people <laughs> with little kids, they grow so quickly that's that right. we can't sit inside for six months and get by on on what we've got. That's what's yeah. really kind of tricky with kids. And also, I don't know how you do it, Teagues. And I guess your bills would probably reflect this. But Alexander's just at the stage where he eats so much, and so. You know, only a couple of months ago, I was shopping for Rich and I, and now adding this third little mouth that has breakfast and breakfast dessert, three courses for lunch and three courses for dinner. My goodness, like it's just so much. And I'm trying to go to the shops less, but he he's adding so much more to my grocery list. Totally. And I think the hard part about that is also the amount of waste. And you would notice this because I know that you're like so in tune with waste. I hate waste. <laughs> so do I. But my kids, like sometimes when I when I use the dustpan and broom and I sweep up, you know, the crap they've thrown on the floor even, I think, oh my gosh, like it's almost like a small village of food that you've just thrown on the floor that, mm. um, you know, that's going straight into the bin. It's like just so much waste. And then that results in having to go to the supermarket more quickly, um, which I find is really interesting. The graph was funny because food delivery is really up. Obviously, cafe is far down. No one's going to cafes because you can't. But I wonder if people were um, cooking. I mean, I'm sure people are cooking more, but they're still getting food delivery, which I found really interesting. Mm. I haven't been. I don't know why. I I think I've been really conservative just because – you know, I have a small income doing the podcast, but I am technically on mat leave. So we've really only got Rich's full-time salary. So I was already cautious, but not knowing what's coming, he's uh, not knowing if he'll keep his job. I've been super, super cautious, but then I'm spending money, money on things I never thought I would. Like I downloaded a $60 app the other day for Alexander that's an educational app, but just because being stuck inside where I'd normally go for a big walk or perhaps to yeah. the shopping center or whatever, trying to keep him occupied and look at new things, I paid. Mm. $60 for an app and I'm so glad I did because that's really bought us some time. I feel comfortable, yeah. you know, sitting and playing with him on it because he traces his little finger traces, the ABCs and stuff like that. But never in pre-corona would have I downloaded a $60 app. Well, there you go because that's one of the things, online retail and subscription services, that's up 61% because ideally if you're stuck at home, what else What else are you going to do? If well, you're not it. doing a home improvement or ordering food, actually I'll tell you what else you're doing. You're either drinking alcohol or having a cigarette because alcohol and tobacco is up 33% so as well. So far up. And I also saw, oh. I found it interesting that pet care is up. I hope that means that more people are fostering or adopting new pets and it doesn't mean that people used to just neglect their pet before corona. Yeah. yeah, maybe they're sitting there going, oh, you could probably do with a bed now. I'll go and get yeah. you one since I'm seeing but that you're sleeping on the floorboards. I'd be really interested to hear how other parents and um, mothers of small kids are adjusting their budgets just because I find, you know, I lived 
almost 38 years of my life not having to budget for a baby and now budgeting for a baby and in these times. You know, another example is the local supermarket here where I am doesn't have the nappies we like. So I bought another brand. Mm. They didn't work because when he crawls, he's crawling so vigorously now, the nappy sometimes comes off. So I've had trial and error of trying three or four different brands of nappies because I can't get our normal ones. And it's the least, you know, it's the last thing I want to do at the moment when money, we're so conscious of money. But I'd love to hear how other parents are coping um, with, you know, what they're mindful of during corona and budgeting. And if it has changed, because I, other than the little changes that we've mentioned, I can't actually imagine that it can change too much. Like at the end of the day, you still have your kids. You still need to feed your kids and you still need things for your kids. So I yeah. feel like it's not like you can cut down on on things no. for your kids because mostly I think most parents really do get them the essentials anyway, you know, to get by or education or, you know, other than maybe the odd trip to – in my case, the, the often odd trip to like a play center or, yeah. you know, one of those those places just to kill some time. Like other than that, non-essential spending, I'm thinking the rest is, is quite essential. So yeah. it would be interesting to see, as you did say, if other parents had noticed a change in their spending in their lifestyle with their kids. What the? What the? What the? What the? Parenting? Oof. All right. As always, we end the episode with our WTF moment of the week. Tegan, let's go with you first. Oh, you sure you want to start with me? Why? (laughs) Because (laughs) I've been thinking of you all weekend and you might be offended when I tell you why. Oh, God. Because (laughs) I had a sore bum hole. Oh, I'm so pleased you thought of me. Yeah, I thought of you straight away because I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) Anyway, look, I'm going to cut to the chase. It turns out, remember a few weeks ago in your WTF moment, you were talking about how a little friend popped out to say hello? Yes, how could I forget? (laughs) Yes. Well, my first friend popped out to say hello. (laughs) Oh, my God, congratulations. That's so far after childbirth. Oh, my gosh. It was actually quite shocking and it took me a few days to figure out what was going on. Yes. If anyone hasn't listened to that episode, it's we're talking about something that starts with a little H, a hemorrhoid, which you oftentimes get after having a baby. Well, God, I must have strained just trying to do a poo or something because (laughs) (laughs) this one is more than a year after having a baby, but boy, was it there. What I can say about that is, because I'm watching too much TV, I read or I saw that constipation is up during um, ISO because people are moving less and they're eating more and they're eating more junk food because they're, um, you know, comfort eating. So perhaps, my darling, that's what's wrong with you. And I'm so glad you told the whole world. (laughs) I thought you'd all appreciate that. Everyone last week was saying how, you know, happy they were with our honesty. So the honesty continues, everybody. I I have a little friend to join Lee's friend. Oh my God, that's too funny. Well, my WTF is a real WTF because I need you to explain it to me. I still find sleep suits and togs so confusing. So Mm. as I mentioned, Alexander is about to turn 10 months. So he's going to be, you know, one pretty much in the middle of winter. And I don't have any sleep suits warm enough for him. So currently where we are, I'm double bagging him in what I've got. Uh, And then I'm looking online to purchase some sleep suits. And obviously I can't touch and feel. I'm not in store. Um, Ergo pouch is the ones that I wanted, but I missed. They had a sale at Easter and I missed it. Um, 
but a lot of the tog, like I know 2.5 togs is re- really warm. 3.5 is like the warmest. But so many of these sleep suit bag things have no arms. So can you please explain to me, like their body will be yummy and toasty, but their little arms mm. will only have their like pajama tops on. Does that make sense to anyone else? Like, Do I they just- have sleeves? No. I mean, the ergo pouch ones I want have sleeves, but all the other ones yeah. I look at don't have sleeves, which makes no sense to me. It's like wearing a hectic, heavy doona on your body, but then just letting your arms, like Having obviously helping in a long sleeve PJs. Yeah. But I still find it so confusing. And I know to read the chart and you layer this with that, with that number of tog, but I just find the whole thing really confusing. Some have legs, some don't have legs. I'm just so overwhelmed by the choice that I haven't yeah. purchased anything. It is, it is confusing and I think I always read even the togs confuse me. I just don't know why they di- don't put the like the temperature range because you know how yes. on the back of every box it says like There's this the chart. tog is – Yeah, why don't you just use the chart? This this sleep suit is best for this range of temperature degrees, you know, I or agree. have like one, two, three, like one being the coldest, three being the hottest. Just keep it basic across the board. And then but, some um, from age, you know, zero to 12 or – six months to eight months like by the time you found the age range you need the tog you need yeah like it's honestly like the trying pattern. to find yeah I don't even care about the patterns I think I ordered a pink one out of desperation the other day obviously it doesn't matter but I'm st- like I'm just at a loss as to what to dress Alexander in when he goes to bed this winter we don't have a heater in his room we don't have air con so he needs something really warm but I also want his little arms to be warm too yeah and whether you just put like something I know but you shouldn't have to dress them in like a nice warm pajama mm. top when your whole point of the sleep sack is to That's keep what them warm said anyway. Is dress in pajamas and then put a tracksuit top on top of him. I'm like, oh, the poor kid's yeah. not going camping. <laughs> if anyone's got some suggestions of good sleep suits that they like with arms, I would love to hear about them. Mm. Well, at the moment, Banjo is in a pink, fluffy sleep suit, which was one of the twins. So Banjet gets to work out this winter because he's in all pink everything. See, that's the joy though. You've got hand-me-downs. I'm I'm just flying blind trying to work out what yeah. he needs as he grows so rapidly. And it is hard because they are the times where you like to go to the shop, like you said, and feel and touch and see and ask for help and compare. You know, now it's like we're stuck here. We're just going into this blind and don't know what we're doing. Come on. Yeah. First time mums, it's hard. And I don't have time or money for trial and error. No, that's it. And who wants to go back to the post office to return something these days anyway? Not me. So, guys, please share your WTF moments with us. We'd love to hear them. You can call the pod phone on 02899386 or jump in the Mamma Mia Parents Facebook group or email us on tgm at mamamia.com.au. This Glorious Mess Little Kids is brought to you by Mamma Mia. This episode is produced by Perea Tehezadeh. See you. Bye.